You're listening to Task Force Shorts. Hello, my name is Liron Shoham. I am Executive Director of the Interagency Task Force on Israeli-Arab Issues. We are an American Jewish organization that educates about Arab citizens and Jewish-Arab relations within Israel. Today, we're trying something a little new, which is to share uh, high-level insights about major developments in these issues via recorded conversation with Task Force staff. And I'm delighted to have with me here our content expert and Israel representative, Ilan Fakioni. Hi, Ilan. Hi, everyone. Uh, we're going to discuss the recent coalition approval of a proposed government budget and the implications for Arab society. So, Ilan, in early August, the Bennett-Lapid coalition approved the government budget that will be put up for a full government vote on November 4th. What is in the budget for Arab society and how has having an Arab party, Ram, in the coalition affected what's in store for Arab society? Thank you, Liron. This is, this is, there's so much to say and we have so little time. I'll just say before we jump into uh, the huge opportunity and the historic moment we have now with Arab society in Israel and uh, significant budgets uh, that hopefully will be offered, I'll just say uh, this is, this is, the ending of quite of, of, of a very complicated period of time. So three years, four elections, no clear state budgets, uh, political turmoil, uh, a lot of uncertainty in the work and the relationships between the state and local Arab government. Hopefully, we're looking By at local the Arab government. You mean municipalities? Municipalities, local councils, regional councils, villages. Yes. Hopefully, we're looking at the end of that period with significant budgets to Arab society in a list of several five-year plans. And we're also looking at political, a different political map in which we don't only have an Arab society, which is a full member of the Knesset. We also have two Arab members of the Knesset leading the two most important parliamentary committees, the Committee for Arab Society and the Interior Committee, which is very significant for the kinds of budgets we will discuss in a minute. So the proposed budget allocates roughly 34 billion shekel for Arab society. If the budget passes the full state vote on November 4th, where will this money go? So it's not, it's not, it's not a basket full of money that is waiting for Arab society to use for social economic development plans. It's internally divided between 30 billion shekels for 923, the next general five-year plan uh, for Arab society, and a series of smaller five-year plans for Arab society, such as the next five-year plan for better society, plan against uh, to eliminate crime, crime and violence in Arab society, a broad investment in infrastructure, uh, investment in high-tech and STEM development. So what? So. How is the process of preparing for these next five-year plans different from the process that preceded uh, 922? Where are we today in comparison? It's, a, it's, a, it's actually a great place to open the conversation. So first, 922 had huge challenges uh, in, in its implementation. The allocation of those budgets, the actual use of those budgets in, in local Arab government, uh, the level of success in the implementation of different programs, for example, in high, higher education, early childhood, infrastructure, huge challenges. But what's important to keep in mind is that while it was successful to different degrees 
in different fields, it created the grounds for collaboration between the state, local Arab government, and civil society organizations who are professionals on the field. And I have to say philanthropy as well, supporting that move. So although we have huge challenges coming in the implementation of 923 and the other five-year plans, we're in a much better starting position because we have this collaboration. That's one thing. And the second thing is not less important is that we're seeing a gradual process of prof professionalization of the involved governmental agencies and authorities. And we're seeing a bigger and bigger capacity among Arab local government, local authorities, municipalities, and so on, to implement those programs within their jurisdiction. So we're in a better position and we have better budgets. Uh, that's the starting point for 923. Aside from political leverage to push for large and additional budgets for Arab society to be included in this budget, what other implications are there of having an Arab party in the coalition? Um, what are the implications for how these issues are being seen and addressed? So it's not just the fact we have access to uh, broad budgets. Again, hopefully, we have to wait till November 4th before we pop up the champagne. But it's also the fact that this funding would get implemented in relevant governmental committees headed by Arab members, uh, members of Arab society. And that's, that's quite strategic. This is, this is a point in, in time that is, that is quite strategic. What's interesting here and what, what, I'm, I'm very, uh, what I'm expecting to see is the level of collaboration that we would see developing between Local, local government, municipalities, regional councils, villages, government, authorities, relevant governmental authorities, such as the Authority for Economic Development, the Ministry for Social uh, uh, Equality, and, civil, and professionalizing and professional civil society organizations. I think this is probably the most interesting part of, of this historical moment that we're seeing now, that it's not just the government uh, offering top-down moves for socioeconomic development in Arab society. It's not just Arab mayors or the association, the organizations such as the Association for Arab Mayors, of Arab Mayors, asking for additional governmental budgets. It's an actual partnership uh, with uh, budgets to, to, to be based upon that will be launched here in November 4th, uh, hopefully. Um, I, I want to direct our listeners to the post that accompanies this reporting. Um, it really showcases that how greater public exposure to these issues can also make them more vulnerable to politicization than had been the case with GR922. And this is something that I think will add an interesting level to, to track in the public discourse at when there's greater awareness about budgets going to Arab society um, in the mainstream. So there's a spectrum. And in, in one side of that spectrum, there's, there's the discourse about identity. And on the other side of that spectrum, there's the whole discourse concerning socioeconomic development. And Ram and Mansour Abbas and, and, and members of Ram went all the way towards that edge discussing socioeconomic development. And they haven't only secured the budgets, they've also secured the positions in the uh, parliamentary committee, and they've also secured the expectations among Arab society. 
I think what's interesting now is to see, does that approach really uh, yields uh, profits? Going all the way, uh, away from the discourse regarding identity, all the way towards the discourse and socioeconomic development, equal representation, budgeting, and so on. Uh, what would be the outcome of taking that extra mile towards, uh, towards that approach? And in many ways, distancing uh, from, uh, from the identity discourse. So on that note, really, uh, there's a lot more to say on this issue, and I invite everyone to read the post for details on the budget and look us up on iataskforce.org uh, for resources and notifications about upcoming calls. We hope to share more of these shorts with you in the near future. <laughs> there's, there's definitely a lot more to discuss. Looking forward to our next opportunity. The Interagency Task Force on Israeli-Arab Issues is an educational organization providing North American Jewish communities with trusted learning opportunities about Arab citizens and Jewish-Arab relations in Israel. If you're an American educator for Israel education and want more information on Israeli-Arab issues, please see the description box below or visit our website at iataskforce.org.